If you haven't had a chance, check out the Jazz Pod Co-op on Twitter. It's a group of podcasts with like-minded people that just want to share their opinions on the jazz. Here's a preview. Mark and Doug Hincy on the twos and threes. The weird things about dude shots is like my favorite like NBA subcategory of and like or they're like the length of their arms affecting something. I, I'm, I'm like, whether they jump off of one foot because, or two foot. Right. Like, Emily and McCoy on the Jazz gals. If anything, that video also reminded me like how just a few inches difference it was between us being on one side versus the other you know like well we all know a few inches can make a difference who logan and jared on hitting the high notes i I don't even care if they're hurt i mean we're not going to dance on any injuries but yes i i I buy i buy i I can't make any promises i don't even care if it's a fluke or we cheat i don't even care if you're not cheating you're not trying right um that's what they say and Brian and McCade on home court press. With Boyan, Memphis is really struggling to shoot. So giving the Boyan to the Grizzlies and then having the Grizzlies forward our first-round pick onto another team, if you can get Boyan a first-round pick and then get Memphis to throw in a first-round pick in the A and take Boyan, a lot of possibilities open for a guy like John Collins. <laughs> What's up, folks? It's another edition. It's hitting the high notes, Jazz Talk. It is I. I am here. You can find me on the Twitterverse at who h u u trans superman. That's h u u t r a n superman on Twitter and IG, like I just said. And I am here. Uh, you know, we joked about him being Vivian uh, last episode. He might still be Vivian. What's up, Dragon Squatch? Yeah, these uh, when we do these second ones, it's always super uncomfortable. I feel like I'm in like junior high again. I don't know. I don't know what to do. I don't know what's turning me on. I don't, don't know what is there isn't at this hour. Yeah, it's all just, it's all very confusing. To I me know it's always point. late, and like we always have to fake like we were like restarting a whole new episode. In, in reality, I'm just like I'm doing editing magic and throwing things in there. Uh, so uh, uh, we have the dog inducer, Alan and James. Uh, they they host a show called Dog Induce. So basically, this is the second intro we're recording, and I'm gonna put it in the front of the episode. We just got we got done re- talking for two hours. Um, how do you guys feel about being on the high notes? Yeah, awesome, awesome. Like it was. Uh, I told you guys earlier, I was super excited to uh, like all day long. I've been excited to record with you guys, and it it did not disappoint. So thank you for having us on. Yeah, yeah, you're welcome. Like, like, I'm looking at you guys. Like, you guys have been on Zoom the whole time. I've been like looking at your setup. You guys have like a really nice office space. I need to like tidy up my office space, get a, a little better ventilated space. So I don't do it naked, so um, it's not. You not took the board room. games down in the background, so that's so that's. <laughs> I, I, I'm slowly, I put I put a jazz picture up too. That's a, a little present from Matthew Oglay. That's from uh, the Cowhide uh, comics, uh, my guys. So I'm, uh, yeah, thanks to Dustin uh, Hanson and those guys for drawing that. Really awesome uh, Christmas present. It's all framed and everything. So, anyway, we had a really good talk. We talked about uh, standings and seedings. We got a little heated about like um, uh, gaming the system. Uh, and then uh, we talked to Dog and Deuce, uh, Alan, James about like their, their show and like they got their start back in the Stone Ages. So, that's pretty cool. So, uh, we're going to start uh, part two right now. So, uh, while we're talking about like teams, so remember the teams that we talked about that were fear, like the Lakers are the number one. Clippers number two, Suns number three. Um, so another thing that, like, I think what we're talking about, like, looking at the seedings a month before the playoffs start, there is a thought out there. Because if, if the Lakers are your number one, if the playoffs started today, the Jazz would most likely face the Lakers in the second round. 
Um, and, you know, as, as, you know, I think Mark and us either talked about it online or, you know, whatever, but that we would rather the jazz um, uh, take an easier path and um, uh, get to the Western Conference final. Than lose. I was talking about this today at work um, uh, with Matthew Glade. Like, boy, I'm thinking about it. The Lakers do scare me more than those other teams. Um, and if you could somehow avoid the Lakers as, as long as you can, like it, it would feel better. It, it, you know, it, a loss is a loss, but like if you're going to lose to the Lakers, you'd rather lose in the conference finals than the second round because the conference finals feels like it's a step in the right direction. The second round just feels like same old jazz, Logan. Um, and, you know, there's talk that, the, you know, the jazz, if the Lakers are in fifth near the end of the year, uh, like say it's the last week, there's two or three games left. The Lakers look like they're locked in that fourth, five matchup, but the Jazz are only, let's say, a game ahead of the, the Suns. And if they lose two more games, maybe like they did a lot, lot, you know, a lot of Jazz fans are probably yelling at the podcast right now, going, No, the Jazz, you know, we have evidence that the Jazz have lost games to duck opponents before. Uh, what if the Jazz want the duck, uh, uh, you know, want, want, didn't want the first seed, they want to get the second seed faced. Uh, you know, the the Mavericks in the first round, then the Clippers or the Suns in the second round. How do you feel about that? Talking about Bubble Quinn, you're talking about Bubble Quinn sit, sit my guys and play the G sure. League, yeah, League All Stars. You know, it, it, was, no, never, I, it I, was never confirmed, but you know, it felt like it at least. No, I'll t- I'll tell you. I'll, I've told you before. I want the I want the easiest path. I want the Lakers as as, as late as possible. And the, the beauty of Phoenix is even if it's one game, you only got to lose one because they got the tiebreaker. So you really got to you really got to it's actually you got to finish a game ahead of them. Right. So, which is, which is a well done moment, but I mean, I don't know. I, I, I would, I don't, I don't, my instinct says I want to, to say, yeah, just, just drop to the two, but then I, you start playing like you start playing God, it gets a little bit weird sometimes. So I don't, I don't know what the right answer is. I've gone back and forth when someone, when someone laid out the two, three scenario for me, I was like, Oh, that sounds like the perfect answer. And then as time goes on, you just start to get nervous though, man. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I, I guess that's such a, I don't know. I, I guess was, 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 that, was that the vomit-inducing thing you were talking about with Matt? <laughs> yeah, like it's just it's one of those things like, like, oh boy, like, like the whole year, the whole year, well, not the whole year, but like, ever since the Jazz really got the number one seed uh, in the uh, or the best record in the NBA and have been playing so well, it's been put in our heads like, okay, cool, the Jazz number one seed, that's what they should be going for. Go get it, go get home court advantage throughout the whole playoffs. Go get that number one seed. And now we're like a month away, and you know people are playing with all these numbers. Which again, this is part of the futility of it, is that it may not be the best path for the Jazz to get the number one seed. It, you know, the ninety percent chance to get the number one seed might be a detriment because at the end of the year, at the end of the year, if the Lakers look like they're set in that second round, and if you're the Jazz and you feel like, and maybe you're just a Jazz fan and you feel like the best route is to avoid the Lakers to the conference finals, it's better to fall up to the number two seed. And that's why, like, on April 23rd, when we're, or April 22nd, uh, when we're, you know, we recorded on two days here. Um, uh, at April 22nd, April 23rd, a month before the playoffs start, we're putting all these numbers out, and we might not even care about, like, we might, might not even care about the number one seed by the end of the season. That's where I think there's a lot of futility talking about these numbers right now, uh, the shtick of ours. Um, Alan, you're shaking your head here. Are you agreeing with me here? What's your thoughts here? Yeah, like to me, I want to avoid the Lakers really badly. I, I do not want to play the Lakers. And but then the more I'm thinking about it, there's just so much you can't control. And I mean, you really have to go up until 
the end of the season to, before you really start to get to get a really good idea of what the playoff picture is going to be, especially in the West. So I don't know. Like I, I think Logan, I like what you said when you when you mentioned that you know you're playing God a little bit because there's just there is so much you can't control with, with other teams and. Once you start, you know, well, do we sit th- against these guys? And then what about this? And then if this team beats this team, then we could be in a tricky situation. So I, I don't know. I think it's a really tough thing to juggle, but I think it is a reality now in this NBA that teams definitely do that. And I, I think uh, Bubble Quinn was a very real thing. I think the it was absolutely a thing that he did to kind of manipulate where, where the Jazz landed. So uh, I'm with you, man. I, I, I don't know. I kind of go back and forth on this, but if you can figure out a way to avoid the Lakers, dude, I'm all, I'm all in. I, I don't want to play them. I want to put them off for as long as possible. Here's ahead, my James, thought. And I, and I apologize for jumping in there. Here's my thought. Like, I agree with you. If we're living in a vacuum, like the more and more I think about this, what, if I were Quinn Snyder and I'm not, and they're not paying me and I'm clearly not as smart as him. Right. Um, but you do somewhat have to wonder about the psychology of your, your dudes, right? Like on a level where you're sitting in a locker room saying, Donovan, you're good. You want to play. Nope. We're trying for the two seed to avoid whoever, whether it's the Clippers or the Lakers doesn't really matter. Right. It's just like, we're trying to avoid a confrontation. It's a weird thing to put a head coach in. It's a weird, how do you manage a locker room when you walk in there and say like, we're trying to lose because we're afraid of someone, but go get them tonight, boys. Let's do it. All right. Let's get in there. Let's do it. You're the number one seed. You're the best team in the NBA. Like, how do you do that? Right. Right. I, I mean, and I've thought about this and I, I think it's interesting. Like you, d- obviously you want to try to get the best matchup and scenario that could lead you to the finals. But simultaneously, if you're Quinn Snyder, you're like, I'm the goddamn number one seed in the West in the hardest conference in the NBA. And I've done it. We've done it. I, I mean, I, I understand that good as the LA Lakers. I, I understand that I mentality. Believe, I think Quinn Snyder believes that no, he doesn't have a player on his team as good as LeBron James. I, I you know, I think he'll admit that. And I'll think he'll admit, I probably don't have a player as good as Anthony Davis. So I think we're losing number one and two. But I think we're close in one and two of a margin of three on each of them. So we're down six. But I think three through five, we're plus 10. Yeah, so but, we're but plus here's four the thing. for all the stats geeks out there. James, James, here's the thing. I understand what you're saying. And I, I, I agree with that because how do you tell a team that we're scared of a challenge? I understand that. But also, Quinn's an analytics guy, and Quinn looks at matchups very, very carefully. 
And I think that's where it would come from. Not that they're scared of a challenge, but I think it would be more like, hey, I like these matchups better than these matchups. But the problem with that scenario is you're assuming assumptions, right? Like you're assuming that whatever it is down the stretch. I mean, let me look at the last few games for the people that could be there. Well, for, for me, this is this is more this is more actually about like fan psychology here. Because yeah. like, you know, there's a lot of people out there worrying about this one seed again a month before the playoffs start. And lo like the ironic thing is in three weeks, that could be a you know, their mindset could be a lot different. Like their mindset could be like, oh no, this one seed actually could be the demise of the jazz because like then they're you know they're they're on a collision course with the because I'll I'll be honest, I am weirdly confident in this jazz team that regardless if they play the Warriors in the in the first round i believe the jazz can win that because I, I think this jazz team is good enough to handle uh and i really uh, knock on wood i don't want to you know jinx i don't put this on the universe like to handle um, a, a curry explosion in the playoffs um but so like i have the confidence so i'm i am i'm, I'm looking ahead to the second round which i don't usually do but i'm looking ahead to the second round and i'm going wow like the Jazz's prize for getting the first, you know, the first seed in the NBA is to face the world champions in the second round. But and my then, question is, if you're thinking like that, how can you assume the rest of the teams aren't? So like, how can it like, so even if we rest Rudy or whoever, whatever the scenario is coming down the stretch, we can't even imagine it. No, I think the Jazz should just do what, I mean, I, I don't expect the Jazz to do anything right now because like as long as it's playing god you don't play god a month away from the playoffs you play god like i mean you 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 try to game the standings when you feel like you have actually like you know there's two games left and you feel like you actually have control like all right if i lose these two games i am most likely because yeah. the jazz did it last year and the jazz tried to do it two years ago when they lost the last and game and then i'm um, uh Portland and like whoever else didn't cooperate and they went won their games or whatever and the Jazz that's my point Houston again like yeah. You, you, yeah. When you when you allow someone else to dictate your fate right then you are succumbing to a fate that you can't dictate yeah, yeah who's who, who so saying I don't think to their guys too. I, I don't think that like <laughs> I would like to think the Jazz are gaming it on a scenario like we're imagining right I, I would really like to believe that, but I don't think they are because I think that's counterintuitive. I mean, right now, no, I, right coach. now I agree. Like, I'm a, I, I don't think, I don't think it matters Lakers. game. I don't think it matters. Unless let me, let me say this, unless the Clippers or the Lakers are playing the Kings on the closing night of the game, and they may very well be, and you can affect exactly who your seed is. I really don't think it would. I think you're actually hindering your team more by thinking about it in that manner. Yeah, I'm not even. I'm not even talking about the Jazz. Right? I don't. I don't think the Jazz players, coaching staff, and the the organization is even thinking about that right now. You don't. Uh, so I, when I, does that become a thing? Who? When does I that become I'm a thing for you? I think you know, for me as a fan, if I'm if I'm thinking about game system, it's coming down to like the last two or three games because that's when things are getting a little more set in stone. Like, all right, cool. We are a game or two away. Like for two years ago, it was the last night of the season. The jazz, I think sat everybody and they, um, uh, they um, uh, tried to get, try to make sure I want to say the Kings and somebody else. And it had to take like three or four things to happen for the jazz to match up with the Rockets. And those four things happened. 
last year, I want to say it was the game or two before the season, the bubble season ended before the bubble playoffs that the jazz like rested against the Spurs in one of those last games. So I'm not actually, I only bring this up because I'm, I'm talking about fan psychology, like fans, I call it like fans who are worried about the standings again in late April when the playoffs are a month away. And the ironic thing is that in three weeks, a lot can change. Yeah. And getting the first team may not even be the goal at that point. That's the problem. So, you but, drive yourself crazy worrying about this stuff. And I'm, I'm saying this because I do this. I drive myself crazy stressed out about oh, who are we going to play in the first round? Are we going to make it to the second round? Like, it, 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 there's just nothing you can do. So I think the Jazz just need to go out there and win. But guys, I, I, I'm sorry. I have to sort of slightly interject. <laughs> like, I appreciate where you're coming from, and that's all great. But let me ask you, what are the goals if you're an NBA coach? If you're Quinn Snyder, when you set out in a typical year in October 10th at training camp or somewhere about there, because now the season is different, whatever. Forgive me for the time frame. But October 10th, we're in training camp, and we're saying, what do we, we want to win the division? Right? That's the number one thing. We've got to win the division. We've no, got to hang a banner. That's yeah. the, the first banner you can hang. Then we want to be the number one seed. Then we want to get to the conference finals and win it and go to the finals. Aren't though like the five goals every year? Yep. And so I, we, we have, I think we have one of the five in the bag. And, and if your goal is number, if your second goal is to be the number one seed, why would you let an opponent deter you from your goal matchups man matchups Lo logan um uh so this is why we have the shtick right the shtick of like the we're talking about the sun's hard schedule in april when it might not even matter in three weeks um to answer james question right like the number one sees your goal in october whenever um uh, uh or december this year when the season started but logan would does i mean that was probably like like, that was like all our goals, right? We like, we want, of course, we want the Jazz to be the best team in the NBA, but it, it, at that point in December, that was a far-fetched goal. Again, now now we're here in April, like, yeah, we want the best teams in the NBA, but that goal might change, uh, you know, in the middle of May. That goal might be, boy, you know, the best analytic way to get, get to the championship is to say we want to play the Mavericks at the seventh seed or whoever the seventh seed is. That I think that doesn't matter. The seventh seed, then we want to play either Phoenix or LA, have home court advantage in, in that in that series. And then, you know, you know, we might have to play the Lakers in the seven game series in Staples, but we feel like that's our best chance to get to the finals. Um, Logan, how do you feel about that? I guess I guess a lot of it depends on the way. I mean, it just chooses a lot of it's dictated on the I guess the type of fandom you participate in. Because a lot of the folks who want to now i guess like you said game the system are also the ones who are playing the simulation before so uh, i i think that james makes a good point i i was going to try to poke some holes in his theory but it, a lot of it goes to i mean it really does it's hard to walk back into that locker room and say you know what two weeks ago three weeks ago we weren't we didn't want to play these guys but they're here now so everybody you know pass on the asses let's go out there and get them because we're as good as they are now uh, we're I know we're more tired. We're more, we're more, more broke, broke down because Steph Curry and the, we believe 2.0 warriors took us to game seven. The Clippers took us to six. 
but yeah, we can go get those Lakers right now. So that, that part is hard to, to really come to terms with. And I, and I, and like Alan, I'm kind of, I guess go so back and forth on this on where I feel about it. I think that, but then again, I just wonder that that's the mentality we were all born and raised on. And that's the way that I, this, this could go down a million different roads and I won't go too far on a rant, but it goes to what is the mentality of the current, the current athlete and professional. We, we, we were raised to believe you don't duck anybody. You want the best opponent, but these guys also used to hate each other too. And now they're all buddies. So I don't know. I mean, could, could they sit down? Could they put some <laughs> spreadsheets down in front of the, I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying this to be facetious. I'm being serious. Is the mentality different? Can they, does today's player look at that and say, you know what? Rudy Gobert, who prides himself on being the, and he won't say it out loud, he prides himself on being the analytic gift to God. Could you put that in front of someone like him, who's the screen assist king, and say, hey, analytically, it's better to play them now, and that they would buy into that. I don't, I don't know. My gut tells me no, because I've been conditioned for years to say that, you know, you don't want to ever undersell that piece. But I guess that would be a whole other topic for another day. But, I mean, the, the current athlete isn't the same as the old athlete. But, but I don't know. I, 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 I don't think you take chances. It's just hard to right. – and I'm a guy who likes to get my heavy lifting done early. I'd rather take, I mean, I'm just, I'm going in circles on this, but this is, this is the trademark for me on this podcast is going in circles. You know what? Fuck it. Give me, sorry, I got to bleep that one out. Give me the Lakers. Give me the Lakers in round one. Let's just get it over with. Let's just, <laughs> well, let's just, let's just get it off. over with. But I wouldn't, and here's wouldn't, the thing. Next week, Maloga's going to say, no, he wants to go to the West Conference finals because I know that's what you really <laughs> but want. I mean, wouldn't the question be then, why did they rest Rudy? Because you had a real opportunity to push the Lakers down. Because they played them, they that game. Uh, so specifically about the Laker game, Rudy played a lot more minutes than he usually does. Uh, what do you do? You Pacers want the, to the get the matchup or don't you? Like it's not about that. I well, mean, well, like that, see, that, that's why I want to get the matchup or any, don't you? Well, it's a matchup or it isn't a thing. I, like, I don't think you know, that Laker resting game had anything to do with game of the system. I think it really was. Boy, we played a lot of guys. We played Rudy a lot of minutes. Mike calling out a back-to-back. Um, but, dude, so. that's your last chance to actually affect it. You don't play the Lakers or the Clippers for the rest of the year. Right. That's I mean, your one chance to actually have an impact on the matchup that you're discussing. Yeah, but the most well, important. Analytically, um, uh, like when we're talking about standings, right? Like, so people are talking to me, like, if the, if the Jazz had just won that one, they would have been up 3-0 on the Suns, and the Mavericks would be a game closer to the Lakers. But again, this is, this is why I say it's too early. Like we still have 15 ish more games. A lot of stuff could happen between now and then. Again, this is why I say I, I wouldn't game the system until the last like day. Like if the, if, if it's the last day and the Lakers are at the five seed and the jazz can decide if they want to be the first or second seed by a win or loss, does that change your, does that change your perception? I mean, dude, a half game matters at this spot where we're currently talking. And that is a half game. I do. I, I, I get that. Saturday. But again, like, uh, game look, this early... I think if you look at the jazz schedule, right. They're going to be favored in every possession. So they're going to every game that we're going to play for the rest of the year. Uh, so see, I, I don't look, I don't think they're gaming it like that. No matter what, like, no, no, even no. if you have any scenario in my estimation, as I look and help me, maybe I'm wrong. You got the Timberwolves twice, the Kings, well, no, I, I, I'm not saying they're gaming the system right now. I'm just saying this is something that could come down. But, but in order to game the system, who you would have to think about that game as crucial, in my um, estimation. Again, the I think Lakers it's games are the most crucial ones where you could game the system. Yeah, but here's the thing: can, the main thing is if they had your opponent, they had to rest Rudy. If you lose Rudy, 
Like you, you're, they're putting a lot Losing. on his back. He it, could play 15 minutes and they would have won that game. Yeah, but where it doesn't need to play 30. Wear and tear on Rudy is right. Is crucial um, right now. They got to manage that. Well, so they're the playing like, for the one seed. Yeah, again, if it when 15 games, like even if the Jazz win that game uh, on Saturday, there's no guarantee it's going to come down to anything. Um, because uh, again, a lot of things could the the, the Lakers could have won the Mavericks game today. Um, there's no but way to a, know what's going to happen. Yeah. Good um, point. So, I mean, I, I think, again, this is like just, again, we're, if you're going to play God, I think you don't play God a month. Um, uh, don't, uh, kids don't play God ever. Like, that's not a, that's not a game you want to play. <laughs> no, you play God against the teams you can play God against. Um, right? But, Who? I mean, you play God against but, the teams you can play God against. You're you're trying to. I don't think, I don't, you're, you're trying to argue with him. I don't think he's trying to argue with you. I think he's trying to. No, just, but I'm just saying, like, I no. But the thing, so, so explain to me, because the, here's the thing, like, you're you're not trying to. I mean, I guess if you're trying to say that you're trying to knock the Lakers down, um, yes. All but the thing is that like versus the Lakers in this scenario are positive. Do we agree again with that? I don't know if it's positive enough. I don't know if it means enough because again, the the Lakers just might when they get uh, AD back, they might just win the next fourteen. They they didn't lose enough games with AD and LeBron out that I, I don't think it mattered. Um, it just looks like. Okay. And this why I don't have to play the percentage game either because like I mean they, they look like they're locked in that five four spot right now. If everybody just plays as they're, they're playing right now, it looks like they're locked in that five four spot. Uh, I don't think this half the 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 situation I'm envisioning is because we might get down to in two or three weeks and the statics might be the exact same and there's nothing you can do with the game anyway, like um, uh, to do anything like one or two games. I think one or two games in the middle of the season don't really matter. Um, no, they. But, do. Let me ask you this. Would yeah. you agree, who and Logan and Allen, that the best case scenario for the Jazz is having the Clippers remain at the three and the Lakers drop to the six? Oh, yeah, definitely. The, 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 we, we talked so about that, scenario that victory episode. totally matters because right now the Lakers sit at five, two and a half games ahead of the Trailblazers. That's right. one you want to get. Um, if you can. That's one you want to get if you're gaming the seating. Yeah. This is why I don't think the Jazz are gaming the seating. Uh, well, that's no, no, I, I yeah. want to get. I never said the Jazz were gaming. The I said, um, as a fan, do you want the Jazz to okay. game the seating? Well, no, I'm just saying, yeah. like, I don't, and I and I apologize if that came across right, that right. way. Yeah, like, I'm just saying, like, that would be one you would want to get. Yeah, I, I, and the where I disagree is that, like, I think it's true because again, if something weird happens in the next two weeks and everything flips. The, the game on Saturday probably doesn't matter uh, against right. the Lakers. That's where there's, I'm at. Just, there's just so much you can't what, control. Or, or what if it means everything? What if the Lakers and, were a loss away from dropping to the six? And, and that's and that's and, that, and that's also true. Like I'm a, that's it, why it, you play to win the game. Right. We play to win the game today. Yeah. Because I'm a when the Jazz game the systems the the t- previous two years it came down to like the last day, and they 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 weren't trying to do things before that. They come down to the last day. So this is where I, like. The situation I envision is always like a last day thing, like the last game or last two games where it affects it. And the only reason I bring it up is not whether I think the Jazz should or shouldn't do it. It's how I just want to know how people, Jazz fans, feel about it. Like, I'm conflicted in a way. That's why I was so queasy at work. It's like, oh, man, I've been cheering for this one seed for months now. And now that I'm giving it some thought, boy, a two seed and a matchup against the Lakers or avoiding a matchup against the Lakers in the second round sounds so good. 
And now like I, I created conflict within myself. And so that's why I brought it up because like, I, I, I don't know if the jazz are gaming system. I don't know if the jazz are going to have a chance to game the system. And I don't know if it's going to matter. Um, I don't, maybe the Lakers regardless fall to the sixth seed. Um, I'd be, be the one seed, right? That's the be dream, dream scenario. Be a dream it's for unlike- us all. Let's it looks hope. unlikely uh, percentage wise. I've seen the percentages. It looks unlikely, but as a jazz fan, that's where um, I feel I'm, uh, I feel it at. So come on, Dame, get it going, buddy. Get that train in motion, you know? Hi, I'm McCoy. Hi, I'm Emily. And we're the Jazzy Gals. If you're looking for in-depth Utah Jazz basketball analysis, this ain't it. <laughs> but if you are looking to discuss how great Rudy's beard looked this week, jazz Twitter crushes, or other fun pop culture things, you have come to the right place. That's right, and you can find us wherever you get your podcasts. And also on Twitter at JazzGalsPod. Go Jazz! Go Jazz! Hey, I'm Mark. And this is Doug. What's up? And we're co-hosts of a weekly podcast on the Utah Jazz called Twos and Threes. It's available on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever else you get podcasts on your feed every Monday morning. Mark's my big brother, and you could say this podcast is a family affair, but really we think of the jazz and jazz nation as our family. So we'd love for you to participate with us to listen, and really, let's do this together. Go jazz. Go jazz. Be our family. Boom. Logan, what did you want to bring about um, Donovan's injury here? Oh, I don't even remember now. Uh, he's, yeah, hurt. We, he's, he's, he's hurt. hurt. Yeah. He's hurt. Uh, <laughs> we, 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 we're not doing our due diligence. Uh, he's hurt. Uh, Donovan got hurt. We got lucky, I think. Uh, the Jazz fans got lucky because, uh, you know, LeBron James went with a high ankle sprain. What bothers me is that the, the moment the injury happened, I'm not, I'm not going to dox this guy that was on Twitter, but this guy tweeted out, like, the second it happened, oh, Don just tore his ACL. And to me, I hated that energy. Because, number one, the guy who did it is not a doctor. Uh, number, he's a guy that tweets a lot of stuff, and I was like, you know, not everyone your thoughts needs to come out. Uh, who was it? I need to know. I, I want to know who it is. Who I'll tell you offline. Like, I mean, I I, I can't. It's, it's like, I'm gonna tweet. I'm, I'm gonna tweet it out later. Right, and, and because <laughs> I'm, uh, um, he tweets out that, and like, number one, I've had two 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 ACL tears, and so like maybe it's PTSD for me. Uh, it's triggering to me. But the other thing is that, like, I mean, again, you you know, this is a guy that has a lot of followers, and I was like, you are causing panic for no reason. I was at the game, so I didn't see it live because I was following the ball. Uh, we were work like I work for a news station, so all four news channel 13, two, five, and four were all there. The timeout happened, we were all just kind of like chatting with each other, and then we go, Oh my god, like all of us zoomed in our cameras because we saw Donovan lipping off. Like, none of us saw what happened because it happened like uh, sort of uh behind where we could see it. So finally, um, I started to XM's um, my coworker, he tweeted out the video of Donovan getting hurt. I go, I'm not a doctor but that does not look like me at all. And so like, but I see this guy tweet, like it's a torn ACL. I'm like, what, why, what? And so again, this is just, I, I hate misinformation, I guess. And anyway, that's the only thing I have to say about that. Hopefully he'll be back soon. Um, on the bright side, he's, he's still engaged with the team. He's tweeting from his couch. That's really cool. Uh, do you guys have anything to say about Donovan's injury? Um, uh, anything relevant, I, I guess? I mean, I, I, this is going to sound bad, but I'm just really glad it wasn't Rudy because I think we can weather the storm a little bit better with Donovan out. And I agree. We are very lucky that it wasn't yeah. worse because when it happened, it looked bad. I don't know how you can look at that and think it's an ACL tear, 
but I don't know, man. Maybe it was just panicking, and I, I don't know. Yeah, a, a panic PTSD too is one of those like guys. You know, I we all had asinine thoughts. If we could only just like tweet like ten percent of our asinine thoughts, that'd be great. That's <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm so glad you said that because I've I've <laughs> I've been saying this where. Uh, I'm so reactionary when I watch a game that I have to force myself not to tweet my every thought because yeah. I don't want it on the internet forever. <laughs> That's a scary it's thought. It's a, a dangerous scary thought. It's a dangerous place to be, and it's yeah. just you want to, and you'll just get you'll get drugged for it forever. If it's yeah, not what right. it's supposed it's to be. So true. Can you even imagine what that dude's draft folder looks like? <laughs> I mean, consider. Yeah, you you look at my Twitter. That's that that, that is really ten percent of my asinine thoughts. I, I I I delete a lot of tweets before sending them out. Yeah, same same smart man. Um, there's a there, there there's there there's a credo that who operates by, and I was I was thinking about today as I watched everyone tweet out all their shenanigans on various topics, and you know. Most people just tweet way too much. They just tweet way too much. <laughs> we don't. We don't. We don't. We don't need to know about what everything is going on. Like we don't care. You, like we don't need to want, know. You want your thoughts heard? Go start a podcast. That's what you do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you talk for you talk for forty five minutes about gaming the system. That's what you do when you've got things to say. <laughs> you just... um, so Logan, um, uh, we brought we brought on um, uh, the dog and the deuce. We brought crazy Ira and the douche. <laughs> Um, uh, and if you're a Parks and Rock Rex, Rex fan, like the, those guys, um, uh, like they're shock doc rated hosts, and they're called Crazy Ira and the Douche. So every time I hear the dog and the deuce, that's exactly what I think of the dog and the deuce. <laughs> um, so you guys are like the longest running sports, uh, Utah sports pocket. You guys do jazz, you guys do Utes, you guys do Aggies, you guys do it all. Um, so I didn't hear any Weber, I don't hear any Weber State in that promo though, which is great, which great, hurts great. my purple heart. Oh, are you, are you a Weber State guy? Oh, I'm a Weaver State alum, you know, graduated from my mom's basement. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> well, hey, buddy. just for Logan, we're, we're going to start covering some Weaver State. They're, hey, they're in the playoffs. So um, that's a good point. Yeah, it this is. Weekend, who are they football. playing, Logan? Tell me. Um, oh, I got I got no idea, but I'll pretend I'll, I'll tweet out and pretend like I know it when they win the game and I'll pretend like I'm I'm, I'm banking on them. They could be the most likely national champions. I think they're the one seed. If not, they're the two. Yeah, I believe they're. I believe you're right. I think they're a one, right? So I mean, they're legit. Jay Hill's got them. It's weird because it's April. They got. And we're talking got, about national championships yeah. in football. They got a bad. I season, hope they get so. it, dude. If they get to, uh, oh man, they I got think a, they're they got a bad seating in the playoffs, so they're going to host a home game, but they're probably going to go on the road for the next game. So dang it, um, I yep. would do a meetup. I'd do a meetup mashup. Is that what we do on the internet in twenty? Yeah, meetup. Yeah, big Scott, Big Sky, baby. Uh, so Weaver State game. Come on, let it fly. I would. <laughs> I rock the purple. <laughs> Alan, um, uh, how did you guys um, uh, start this podcast? Like, I mean, you, you so you have three hundred and sixty-five episodes. I'm assuming if you did like one, that's like a three or four year um. Uh, uh, thing that you guys you guys do an episode a week i don't know how, long, how often you guys upload so yeah we do an episode a week we've been going since 2010 so all, we're going on 11 years now whoa that we've been doing this show and uh i don't know man like we just we've always really been kind of sports radio geeks and james has been my best friend forever and we would just drink beer and we listen to sports radio and play uh the 2k games and the college football ncaa games and like until like two in the morning, just up all night listening to sports radio. And so when I found out what podcasting was, I was like, dude, we got to, we got to do this. We could have our own radio show, you know? And, and he just can't get rid of me now, man. As hard as he tries, he's just, he's just stuck <laughs> doing the stupid show with me. Yeah, 
this th- that story feels freakishly familiar. This sounds uncomfortably <laughs> so, similar. Um, did, did you guys uh, ever play around the horn in your basement with friends? That's the next question. <laughs> No, but I wish I would have th- had that idea because I would absolutely have done that. Um, 2010. Wow. Like, I'm a, uh, I've been doing this podcast since 2020. Uh, so a couple of, uh, you know, 20 or maybe 2019. Yeah, either or like, it's only been a couple of years. And every episode, okay. I think as well, this is our last one. I should probably make it good. Um, but yeah, 2010. So it's funny because like I, I, we told the origin story before, but I don't know if you guys heard it. Logan and I have known each other since high school, which was a long time ago. Um, and so around 2000, Roy Royals, Roy Royals, Royals, let it ride to 2007 ish. Like we would sit around his basement. Um, I was a broadcast journalist, um, uh, in college. So like I had my camera, we would record ourselves doing around the horn stuff. And then Logan and I started doing like, um, uh, sports, uh, uh, YouTube shows, uh, in, in my garage and, and his garage and, and stuff. And we, you know, we, we called it Sasquatch Sports. We did, we called it Dry Hump. We, we kept coming up with different names. For, is it for still this, up? Um, is this, are these shows still up? Uh, there's, only on like two, there's only like two, only two episodes. Yeah. <laughs> they're on YouTube, but I mean, cause like a video and YouTube was like different back then. Like YouTube was basically just amateur people filming stuff. It wasn't like, you know, highly produced, highly commercialized. Um, you know, you can only, re, you can only upload like 10 minute segments at the time. So like you had to watch like oh, three parts right. for our show. Um, and so, yeah. And then, um, so we, I've always enjoyed talking jazz, talking sports. Um, and then I started podcasting and Logan started getting online more. And I just invited Logan, like just this year, I'm like, Hey Logan, like you should join. Like um, you and I always have good chemistry and um, yeah. So that's sort of um, uh, how we got here. Uh, but 2010, that's wow. Like, like you hear 2010, like you don't think of podcasting in 2010, like, now everybody has a podcast. I I have eight, I think. <laughs> um, so I'm uh, like, I'm uh, tell us about like podcasting in 2010. What was that like? It was uh, it was still like I think podcasting started in, in 2004 is when it really started, but it's still back then. It was like the wild west. I mean, I remember trying to figure out. I'm not a tech person. James isn't a tech person, and trying to set this thing up back then was a nightmare because no, I mean, I would ask people who kind of knew how to do it and they didn't really know and couldn't really help and have tech problems and then you're screwed and it was just it was tough man but it was I mean of course no one listened forever because no one knew what a podcast was and no one really cared but I didn't I didn't care man it was just fun hanging out and like we get together after youth games we had like big uh rivalry game previews every single year that was kind of our big show we started booking guests and it was just I don't know it just kind of evolved and we're we're still here doing it i don't know james what your memories are of way back when i mean logan and who think about this you've never had to explain to anyone what a podcast is so you've exactly, won the exactly day. you've won the day yeah, you have like, can you imagine <laughs> explaining to someone what a podcast is scenario yeah that was that was no fun that i mean like deer in the you know deer in the headlights scenario <laughs> so we just talk yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah what you do what like so how do i get it and are we live are we live on the radio right now yeah yeah that was <laughs> it yeah exactly exactly <laughs> yeah um yeah so like i mean yeah because you, you're right like i'm uh i was like hey i have a podcast can you can you be like and the funny thing is that like we have guests and uh you know a, a lot of maybe it's just the guests that we curate but a lot of the people that we talked to already have microphones, headphones, stuff set up. Logan's still 
using um, uh, uh, a razor, I think, uh, a Motorola razor. <laughs> it is, a, it is, dude. The razors are back, dude. Have you seen the, the razors? Are, are back, they really? Like, I the love those like phones. That at the end of the show with a razor <laughs> It's a BlackBerry, man. It's a BlackBerry, dude. I love the black, dude. I'll get in with some BlackBerry action. Now you're talking my game, yeah. Logan. Logan um, exactly. uh, always tries to show me his uh, Nokia high score on his uh, for Snake. Like, like, look how look how, look at my high score. Holding here. it out, still keeping that on charge. Dude, I got uh, 17 but... years of Snake scores. Good luck top topping that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, podcasting, and so and you, so you guys have been doing this for a while. You guys talk a lot. So you guys obviously like sports. Um, uh, what can people? Um, uh, they should. You know, you guys have a, you guys have an RSS feed. You guys are on a website. You guys are like super. Uh, you know, this is where the high notes is going to be in 10 years, apparently. <laughs> um, um, you know, we'll be doing it. Um, uh, we'll, we'll, be, we'll be the VR podcast. Get your Oculus. Dude, I will be um, right there. I want you guys to resurrect your YouTube show. Because <laughs> we're start, we're trying to build a YouTube channel for the first time, and it's hard, dude. So, uh, oh, yeah. You guys yeah. are the old school on that. We need we need some tips on that. Uh, well, it's funny because, like, like, if you watch the shows, like, it's super low production. We didn't have lighting. You didn't have the, like, now, like, I'm a, the kids, like, you can buy ring lights to light your face. Yeah, well, you can, well um, I don't know what a ring light was till a year ago. <laughs> Same. <laughs> uh, your your ex girlfriend and your and your uh, your new girlfriend have uh, taught you well. Uh, you know, the ring lights. Wife. <laughs> everything everything has like you know their webcams now. Like it's easier now. Uh, like the process back in the day for me was record on a little mini DV cassette tape. Take that to you know VCR that can open it, or you know you plug your camera into your computer, ingest the whole thing, which is real time, not digital, and then then edit and then throw it, throw it on YouTube. So oh, dude, the, we only have two that is next. The That's DV tape, yeah, yeah, that you know what you had it game harder. Knows game. You you had it harder <laughs> than us trying to podcast back then. I'll tell because I'm a, I'm a, I'm a video editor, and I cannot imagine if I didn't have an NLE and a. a, a uh, pr- Adobe Premiere to edit my stuff. I couldn't do it. Like, I don't know how you do that with a DV <laughs> tape. Are you kidding me? That would be a nightmare. And there are there are six year olds out there who are millionaires, you know, doing product <laughs> reviews, yeah. on toys, and video games right. and stuff. So, and then you got to bring us back down to earth. Who I know. I like, like, look at these, look at these um, uh, damn little kids. Um, so Logan, I'm uh, like, I'm, uh, what what questions about podcasting do you have for these guys? No, I mean, obviously, obviously, we're talking to the pioneers here. They helped pave the road for us. Um, I, I just want to, I guess, specific to your guys' podcast, if you had to, I don't know, give me your top, the top three guests you guys have had over this 11-year run now, who, is the, who kind of stand out of your highlights as to the, some of the, the, the top guests you guys have had on there? James, I'm going to let you handle that one. I mean, there's obvious ones, you know? I mean, like Adam Carolla, just because he's, you know, whether you like him or not, I mean, he just brings people to your spot so that's a good one um but as far as like actual so we have a couple that we haven't aired that are just still in the vault that are still my favorite ones in all honesty and that's like a travesty to mankind i know i can't even remember why they didn't get up but who like who who's i mean dude the tony gwen one is still my favorite one and that's a freaking tony gwen we got to interview with tony gwen would never seen the light of air and that's that like, never got up i never put that i up. cry about that every week when our show goes up oh that's not acceptable. but our, gotta... my favorite ones who have been on the air are probably let me see so adam carolla just because like he just is a, a podcaster and i mean he's adam carolla i don't agree with him on much but i love to listen to him and talk to him 
And then, so he's one. Two would probably have to be Ricky Williams because he's got a Heisman Trophy. I'm down with that, dude, forever. And then, I don't know, man. The third one is hard. It probably would be Chris Heron. Dude. And I don't know if you guys know wow. Chris Heron's story, but like Yahoo Sports, Chris Herring? No, he was uh he was the guy who played at Fresno State and under Tark. Under under oh. Jerry Tarkanian. Oh, okay. And he uh there's a, a a 30 for 30 about him called what is it called? Oh, it's gonna drive me crazy. But it's about his battle with addiction and how he was so good and how uh drug addiction really took. I mean, he would he would wait outside Boston. Uh, you know, Garden. Boston Garden in his Celtics jersey, waiting f- to score heroin before he could go play. Like it's it's a crazy story, and he was he was awesome. He was awesome. He was really inspiring having him. James, of course, booked him. Oh, the tragic my story, favorite, probably. the tragic story of Chris Heron. All right, gotcha. Yeah, go check it out. East Penn, give us money. Yeah. Um Lo- Logan, I, I thought uh, for a minute there when they were talking about the last episodes, I thought this was like a. A mom and dad fight, like, oh no, they're being passive aggressive to each other. Like, oh, I never put that, that episode up. That's weird. Oh, all right. <laughs> it was a, ra- dude, it's a, ra- it was a very random interview. Like, the best. Yeah, ever. so you guys have been doing this for a while. You guys, you guys are talking to like, um, uh, you know, our, our best guests are, um, uh, Jazz T Mom and Tiffany Dawn. Um, uh, so close. Well, but, um, yeah, uh, but those are good. Yeah, <laughs> like, see, here's the thing your guys' show, I love listening to your guys' show because. I feel like one thing that we never really did as well as we could have is kind of immerse ourselves in the community. And so I always felt like we were kind of out of touch with our fellow jazz fans and our fellow Ute fans. And, and I, that's why I love listening to your guys' show and everyone on the jazz pod co-op, by the way, does this fantastically. I love that you guys have built this community of people who are supporting each other and are bumping each other's stuff and promoting each other's stuff. And to me, like, I, I just love it, man. I can't get enough of it. Ever since I discovered it, I just have been binging all of these shows, and I think you guys do a hell of a job. Uh, it's a good time to be a jazz podcast right now. Just always always content. It just feels like there's always content. And like during the pandemic, I was like, all right, we're reaching to get stuff right now. But <laughs> when the jazz are the best team in the NBA, it's really easy uh, to get into it. And um, uh, thank you. Like, well, I mean, to be fair, when you guys started, you guys were the community for like eight years. Um, uh, so you you were just waiting for all the rest of us to catch up in the podcast world. <laughs> well, we so, were just the only idiots who decided to actually put all the work in and do that for, for no one to listen to for like, and I won't echo that. Like we have caught up and we appreciate you guys. Like, this is what we want. This is kind of like how, at least from my perspective, although I give him a hard time about that is like, it was really hard to find people who wanted to talk about the jazz in this way. Like even imagine on a zoom call, like this would be a very difficult get just for a random fan, even a person we knew well. Right. So I, I I want to applaud you and sort of, I guess, jazz nation for stepping up because this is how we imagine it going is sort of a dialogue. No one's right. No one's wrong. I mean, you know, everyone can keep score, you know, about who knew what and who predicted what, and that's all fun, but really what it's about is just dialogue. So thanks for having us on. And that's, and, you know, coming along with it all, like, I just want to give my salute to like jazz nation for getting with it. 
Yeah. And you guys, seriously, you guys are awesome. And, and we're, we're going to, we're going to reach out cause we like to get, uh, all three of you, even, even Jared who decided to bail on us tonight. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, but we'd like to get you guys on the show to talk some playoff when, when we're getting closer to playoffs. Awesome. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm always down. Like I'm, uh, I obviously, again, like, like you guys thought I was joking about eight, eight pod. Like I do a lot of podcasting. It's very, very unhealthy for me. <laughs> um, but I do like what you guys said about the community and coming together. We're actually, um, uh, gonna come together for um uh, one of our own who i'm uh, who's going through something right now and we have a brand new website and when i say we i mean like the whole jazz pod co-op i'm gonna let logan take take over this part because he he's really kind of the him and uh, the dj are um, uh, kind of the driving force behind this yeah well there's a couple things i want to again appreciate alan and james hopping on here and i i, I echo what all of you guys say is it, it's cool to have and i think that's something you touched on alan we, you guys have collaborated with us and we love to have this collaboration we love to learn and pick your guys' brains too on how you've snagged some of these people and what your guys' methodology is. And I'm going to definitely d- dig into the the archives to try to learn from you guys. That's what we're all trying to do. And I really, like you said, th- th- this all started the same way it did with us, which is just conversations with a buddy, man. That's all. That's what that's, that's what a lot of this is. It's not a situation where we're being competitive radio shows in the same time slots. Our all of our shows are like an hour long, one once or twice a week. I mean, there's no reason there's no reason why we can't try to build each other up as we as we work through this you know so that's the cool part where i think podcasts has shifted from the radio setting right so um i do enjoy that quite a bit and it's been great to have you guys on here and i'm just uh, i'm also, just it. uh we're coming for you david Locke, just so you know so oh yeah david david Locke here's the footsteps we're all coming for david Locke and his manscaped sponsorships so um built bar but yeah but yeah built yeah now it's built bar right or or refinance uh your house for yeah. the 17th time he's got yeah. a guy um the uh, but yeah, to, to, on, on, we we you know we like to be a little silly and joke around about a lot of things. But there is some seriousness that we want to try to to push out to the world. And uh, you know, DJ Honeypaws was kind enough to she's been the one who's the creative and driving force between the behind the Jazz Pod Co-op website and also the, the the merchandise you see on there. And and we actually got a more we got an easier website to find now, which is actually now it's JazzPodCoop.com, which makes plenty of sense. Makes it nice and easy. You can find the links to all of our shows there. Um, and then there's the merchandise in there. And what we want to take, uh, like I said, on a serious note, with the merchandise, um, it was uh, it was DJ's idea that uh, one of our one of our members of the, the Jazz Twitterverse, uh, Utah Jams, uh, had a had a pretty significant tragedy close to his family, lost a brother-in-law, and uh, now has a sister who's got uh, two kids and one due any day now. And so uh, what, what we're going to do on the on the website is. Is any proceeds from merchandise purchased there? 100 percent is going that to his, to the to the GoFundMe with that. So, um, you know, not too often you see us take a somber tone here because we try to keep it light. But uh, when one of your own takes a hit like that, we want to rally together and do whatever we can to try to send it that direction. So, um, that's we we do want to we do want to put that out there as far as the you know when we put the new website out there, we thought it was gonna be a little bit different and we got a di- a little bit of a different start to it this time. But you got to align your priorities. So. Uh, yeah, whatever you guys can do, and even even if you just want to go go to the GoFundMe, um, you know, go to Utah Jams. You can look him up at, at Utah Jams, and he's got some links there for uh, for his family. So Is that that's, Jazz with a Z, right? Yeah, Jams with a Z. Sorry, yep, at Utah Jams with a Z. Um, yeah, so yeah, the, so number one, thanks to DJ Honey Paws. Um, uh, she she built a website, JazzPodCoop.com. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm really glad that I didn't buy my tank top yet because, like, I'm glad that the proceeds are gonna go to a good cause. I'm gonna get a tank top, a, a free beer koozie, which is kind of cool. Uh, yeah, she posted the beer koozie, and everybody was like, "Oh, beer koozies! Well, we want those." So, 
And eventually, when I figure out how to get this uh, five-star review um, competition going, I'll probably give away um, some jazz. I'll probably go buy some more jazz pod co-op stuff to give away. Uh, there are more, more Diet Coke koozies out there in uh, Utah. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. Diet Coke koozies. There you go. <laughs> um, beer, co- beer koozies for a lot of us rejects, but for the rest of the world. Yeah, we, we don't have any um, uh, Clarkson Corner, Ingles Igloos, or Bo- Bogey Bodegas right now. Uh, but, uh, you know, shout out to the, the people we've, we've shouted out a lot of people already. So I don't know if we have any more shout outs. Um, uh, no, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't have much. I mean, it was Earth Day, so shout out to Igneous Metamorphic Rocks, I guess. I don't know. Uh, Dirt H2O. Logan, who hit me with that website one more time, or who is that Twitter handle? Oh, utahjams.com. Utah I'm sorry, Jams. I'm trying to take notes, but I'm no, slow. No. You got Utah me. Jams is the, is the Twitter user. So Utah J A M Z. Um, and all the proceeds, all, all the merchandise proceeds from jazzpodcoop.com. Uh, uh, it used to be, do you want this? Do you want this? But and, and both those websites still work. But jazzpodcoop.com. Uh, what, what a great uh, th- thank you, um, uh, James, for helping us get that plug out there. <laughs> uh, but um, uh, yeah, because um, uh, again, like all, all the uh, the first page is going to be links to uh, all our episodes for. Uh, high notes and twos and threes, jazz, jazz, all those guys are, you know, we, we have links up there for everybody. And then there's merchandise and the merchandise sales are going to go to uh, Utah Jams this month. Um, or I assume for a month uh, since, you know, we're in the April here. Yeah. Through, through, through the end of April is what we're going to shoot for. And then we'll, we'll reevaluate from there. So. Um, yeah. So some cool stuff. Um, uh, I, I like wearing my jazz pod co-op stuff. Um, uh, I wore it uh, at work and my buddy goes, What's that website again? You like, have oh. stickers. That's the real question. St- you know, like that's, if you know, you've ever listened to anything we've ever done, like we're, we're taking notes right now. I'm not gonna lie. I'm but going stickers. To. Like I'll, I'll, you know, I'll buy some stickers. It's paging uh, DJ Honeypaws. Some, uh, I'm just stickers. saying, like, stickers are my thing. Like no <laughs> criticism. Don't get me. No, no, no. Don't get me. I, in th- I think the next thing we're working on are condoms. Stickers. So condoms. Uh, <laughs> that's my that's my job. Like I will buy stickers. <laughs> t-shirts aren't my thing. Too old for that anymore. Never too uh, old for t-shirts, man. That's yeah. So I'm a, this is where I want you guys to like you know plug your Twitter handles and plug your show. Ah, thanks. Uh, I am at a Martindale film and uh, dog and deuce. You can find it at dogandduce.com. Uh, the the YouTube thing, which we're trying to build, and that's very slow going, is youtube.com slash DD on sports. And James, you take it from there. Yeah, I'm just uh, at, what is it, at Dog and Deuce? Yeah, that's me. We appreciate you letting us come on. You know, go Jazz. Support yeah. the Utah Jazz Collective. Pod Co-op. Is that what it's called? Give <laughs> me that again, who? <laughs> jazz Pod Co-op. <laughs> Thank you. That also. And uh, this man does his research, if nothing yeah. else. Go Jazz. Go Jazz. <laughs> Al, 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 he, he reminds me of Seth Rollins. Like, I'm, I'm, like he's on, we're on Zoom and they have their cameras on. I'm like, and every time I look at him, I'm like, it's oh just God, not I'm really like, fair that I can't so, see you guys. All right, let me turn mine on real quick. I'm, I'm putting on a shirt. That's really not fair. Put on pants. So, there you um, go. Hey, yeah, there you go. go. Welcome to right. the party. <laughs> so, <laughs> but real quick, um, uh, before we go, um, uh, why dog and deuce? I mean, you guys, you guys were on the internet before everybody else. Um, uh, why dog and deuce? Why the name dog and deuce? Yes. Uh, well, dog is was, was a name that, that someone gave me in, in high school. They called me Al Dog. 
I don't know why. And for some god awful reason, it just stuck forever. So then people <laughs> yeah. just called me dog. And James, I mean James, he's a he's he's James Dyer the second, right? Well, they call me. So they know James me on the good day. The second, oh yeah, Jr. Yeah. Smith. Uh, so that, that's the what they call Jr. Smith. Deuce. All right, I get it. All right, awesome. Uh, I don't really uh, like to talk about it, so that's why we just go deuce. Gotcha, gotcha. Don't ever Logan. call me that formal name again, please. <laughs> Plus, his, his favorite <laughs> like, like, <laughs> his favorite number is two as well. So it's that's two. But you know what? We really did miss out because we were early on. We could have been like the Utah Jazz podcast or something like that, you know, and it would have been ours forever. But right, we, we right. blew it. Uh, until until the Utah Jazz come and see you, so exactly, yeah, so, exactly. Right. Um, Logan, um, uh, did you have a nickname in high school? I like to lie that I had a lot of nicknames in high school. It's one of my sticks, you know that. Like, <laughs> but I, I don't him. think I, I don't think anything ever stuck. Really, when you try to give yourself nicknames, no one really ever does it. I tried. I think we we gave Fat Chris more nicknames than anybody else, That's and those true. never. I tried calling him Laser. You know, no no one really wanted to take anything with that. But no, I, I, I didn't him. have anything good. I call Logan the White Sasquatch or the White Squatch. <laughs> Is that where Dragon Squatch came from? Dragon Dragon Squatch was like the, the funny thing is like if if you don't know anything about me like I'm a smartass and like I just like to to troll before trolling was a thing right so I'm like what's it? I don't have any social media outside of Twitter and so I was like well, let's just see what's going on there I'm like what would be like the dorkiest nerdiest name ever I'm like Dragon Squatch it's like it's the mix of strength and stealth i was just trying to be a real big nerd about it and i just i never went and changed it and now here i am all these years later still still being the mythical creature dork but like then you like start to adapt it like there's dragons appearing in my house i I need to watch this new hulu show about sasquatch oh it's great it's it's great you've either won the day or you like like you've won the day you won the day what you're like that is amazing yeah Uh, oh i was was just trying to be a prick you know so but here i am all this time later well, I, I want to thank these guys. These guys, I'm, uh, you know, you're going to hear it in two parts, but they they spent two hours with us talking jazz, talking everything. Um, uh, you know, we 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 went in depth. Um, it felt like we were doing two, like um, uh, like uh, part of their episode and part of our episode just combined and merged. So, uh, if you guys would like to become part of the Jazz Pod Co-op, um, uh, as Logan says, it's NWO style. You know, we come out, we probably beat you up for a couple of weeks, but then we'll probably give you a shirt. And um, that's how it happened and I, like like everybody's got beat up by the nwo and then they're like oh yeah i'm gonna be part of the nwo and that's how unless you're dimed unless you're ddp so i, I know you're i know you're close gang violence yeah that's my that's my nerdy of a wrestling <laughs> moment the seth rollins and nwo talk there well i know um, you're closing now but but I, obviously you saw the, the carl malone ddp oh, match yeah. Well, yeah that's that's yeah. legendary uh, that's how i became a wrestling fan Honestly, so that's <laughs> that's where it came from. So, how could you not? What an epic battle! Yeah, yeah. I'm still you know, pissed yeah. about it. <laughs> still, um, another way we were bronzed by the we men. Were, man, it's so yeah. true. Bulls and Dennis Rodman, Hollywood yeah. brother. <laughs> uh, well, thanks, guys. I that's it. We'll see you guys next time. Boop, boop.